If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Today is Monday, July 18th. What to know about an armed civilian who stopped a mass shooting and which one of America's most wanted was captured after nearly a decade on the run. Also unprecedented heat in Europe and where a dust storm caused a massive interstate pileup here in the U.S. Plus, they'll be like movie ratings, but for TikTok, the biggest price hike yet for a popular streaming service and a record-breaking win at the British Open. Those stories and more coming up. Welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in around 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. Once again, Americans going about their normal routines were interrupted by gunfire. This time, police said another person with a gun stopped it. Authorities said it started when a man in Greenwood, Indiana, just south of Indianapolis, walked into a mall with a rifle and started shooting in the food court. He shot and killed three people and two others were hurt before the civilian stopped the attack. Investigators say a good Samaritan in the mall who was legally armed was able to shoot and kill the gunman before he was able to get to anyone else. So far, officers haven't said what motivated the shooter or whether he knew any of the people he shot, but they do say there's no longer a threat. Meanwhile, in Texas, state lawmakers released their investigative report about the deadly elementary school shooting in Uvalde. And the AP says altogether, this amounted to the fullest account to date of one of the worst school shootings in American history. This is also the first report to criticize state and federal law enforcement, not just local authorities in Uvalde. It says even though hundreds of officers were on scene, no one took control. Also that everyone lacked basic communications and that there wasn't enough urgency to take down the gunman. Since the report was released last night, a Uvalde police lieutenant who was leading the department the day of the shooting was placed on administrative leave. Remember, the school district's chief was also put on leave last month. There are other investigations still underway as well, including one by the U.S. Justice Department. To be continued. A top drug kingpin who's been known as the narco of narcos was captured over the weekend. Rafael Caro Quintero was arrested in northern Mexico. Now the Biden administration is working on getting him here to the U.S. to face charges. Caro Quintero was convicted decades ago of orchestrating the torture and murder of an American DEA agent. But he was released from prison on a legal technicality in 2013. And ever since, he's been on the FBI's 10 most wanted list. The drug lord is known as a pioneer in producing and trafficking massive amounts of drugs into the U.S. And all the while, authorities say he hired hitmen to commit murders, assaults, kidnappings, and acts of torture. Security analysts say his capture is now seen as a big victory for both Mexico and the U.S. and that it's a good example of cooperation between the two countries. President Biden wrapped up his trip to the Middle East with diplomacy and controversy, but no major breakthroughs. The president told Arab leaders the U.S. wants to keep being an active partner in the Mideast. Biden also announced a billion dollars in food security assistance for the Middle East and North Africa. But the president did not accomplish his main two objectives on this trip. One, he wanted to set up a possible regional security alliance that could go head-to-head with Iran. That was seen as a pretty hard sell, since Arab states would have to establish ties with Israel. It didn't happen. 
But Saudi Arabia did open its airspace to all airlines, including those flying to and from Israel, which is seen as a baby step. Two, Biden was hoping to reach a deal with Saudi Arabia to produce more oil to help drive down gas prices. Well, he left empty-handed on that issue, too, but says he has not given up yet. Biden is hoping to see progress when the world's biggest oil producers meet again next month. Also of note, President Biden has been facing some criticism back home over one meeting in particular. One of the defining images of the trip showed Biden fist-bumping the Saudi crown prince. It sparked some outrage since American intelligence agencies think the crown prince ordered the killing of a U.S.-based journalist back in 2018. Biden says he did confront the crown prince over that murder, though the crown prince still denies being directly involved. Today, one of former President Trump's longtime advisors is headed to trial for not cooperating with the January 6th investigation. Steve Bannon is facing two charges for contempt of Congress because he chose to ignore a subpoena asking him to turn over documents and testify before lawmakers. Even though Bannon did refuse, he's pleading not guilty. His legal team argues that complying with a subpoena would have gone against executive privilege, the idea that a president can have secret conversations in certain circumstances. But it's not clear yet if that actually applies in this case. If found guilty, Bannon could get up to two years in prison. And remember, Bannon now says he would testify in a live public hearing before the January 6th committee. But since that just happened earlier this month, not last September when the subpoena was first issued, the judge said now the charges stand. Speaking of the January 6th committee, the last planned public hearing is set for this Thursday. More news is coming up, but first, a quick break for our sponsor, BetterHelp Online Therapy. You know when you invest in something new, you want to take extra good care of it so it'll last a long time. I mean, imagine if you were going to have to drive the same car the rest of your life, you'd probably want to make sure you're doing everything you can to properly care for it. Well, think of that in terms of our brains. And one way to make sure you are treating your mind right is with therapy. Therapy has taught me wonderful strategies to deal with various things that come up in my life, from the small stressors we deal with almost every day to the big tragic things we don't always see coming. And one way you could try therapy is with BetterHelp. BetterHelp is all online, and it offers video, phone, and chat-only therapy sessions so you can interact with your trained therapist in whatever way works for you. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Newsworthy. That's BetterHelp, BetterHelp.com slash Newsworthy. The UK has declared a national emergency because of a record-breaking heat wave. The National Weather Service there issued its first-ever red warning for extreme heat this week. The temperatures could reach beyond the UK's highest temperature in history of nearly 102 degrees. And it's not just the UK. The high temperatures have already fueled wildfires across Europe. Thousands of people have had to evacuate parts of France, Spain, and Portugal. And hundreds of deaths have been attributed to the heat. Meanwhile, back in the U.S., a dust storm turned deadly in Montana. Apparently, wind gusts of more than 60 miles per hour created the dust storm and made it pretty much impossible to see for drivers on a mile-long stretch of Interstate 90. It caused a massive pileup of more than 20 cars and trucks. Six people died and eight others went to the hospital. One driver who said he and his dad were one truck away from disaster and who posted video of the aftermath was reportedly able to help authorities save at least one man who was trapped. With concerns that some videos are just too mature for teens, TikTok plans to launch a new system in the coming weeks. It's meant to be kind of like a movie rating. You know how a movie rated R is not for kids under 17 without a parent or guardian? 
Well, TikTok says these so-called content levels will help block, quote, overtly mature themes from reaching audiences between ages 13 and 17. Technically, TikTok requires users to be at least 13 to use the app, although researchers have said many younger kids use it too. TikTok also plans to roll out a new tool that'll allow users to filter videos with certain words or hashtags from showing up in their feeds. Heads up, sports fans, the cost of ESPN Plus is going up the same week the college football season starts. The streaming service costs $6.99 a month right now. But starting August 23rd, that'll jump to $9.99, a more than 40% increase. Some reports say this price hike is a reflection of the streaming service investing more in live sports instead of just on-demand shows. Disney-owned ESPN Plus currently offers more than 22,000 live sporting events per year. A quick note, though, this latest price increase does not impact what's called the Disney Bundle, where you can get access to Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. It took over a century, but now a man who was widely considered one of America's greatest athletes is getting some recognition. Jim Thorpe was reinstated as the winner of two Olympic gold medals, one for decathlon, the other for a track event that existed back then, the pentathlon. He dominated his two events at the 1912 Games in Stockholm. But his medals got taken away after it came out that he earned a few dollars playing minor league baseball before his Olympic career, and that violated the existing amateur sports rules. The decision has been controversial ever since, especially to Native American communities, since Thorpe was the first Native American to ever win a gold medal. Now the official records have been corrected to make Thorpe the sole winner of both events. An Australian golfer won his very first major and broke a big record along the way. Cameron Smith came from behind to win the British Open, finishing with the lowest score in British Open history. If you're not a golfer, yes, the lower the score, the better. It also matched the lowest score to par in any major championship. And his win was a bit of an upset. Rory McIlroy was favored to come out on top and was leading for much of the tournament. But Cameron Smith bested him on the last day. Now Smith is going home with a $2.5 million prize, plus a trophy and a medal. That's it for the main news, so now it's time for Money Monday, when we talk about one interesting money-related news story. But first, a message from our sponsor. If you have some summer travel coming up like I do, then you'll love having Rothy's shoes on hand. They're perfect for commuting and traveling. They're crazy comfortable, almost like a slipper. So whether I'm wearing them with yoga pants or a maxi dress, I don't have to worry about my feet hurting. And they're stylish, the kind of chic where everyone tends to notice them. And they can be dressed up or down, which is another reason they're great for travel. One pair of shoes for multiple outfits. Plus, Rothy's takes sustainability to the next level. All of their products are knit with thread made from plastic water bottles. They've repurposed about 125 million water bottles so far. Your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash newsworthy. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S, rothys.com slash newsworthy for $20 off your first order. Okay, now back to Money Monday. Americans are chipping away at their savings just as they were starting to really add up. Analysts say Americans were able to save way more than the historical norm for most of the past two years. As the Wall Street Journal reports, that's because people were spending less than usual at the height of the pandemic and collecting relief checks from the federal government. By some estimates, Americans saved as much as $2.7 trillion by the start of this year. But now it seems rising prices are starting to catch up to Americans and their savings. 
The Federal Reserve found the U.S. personal savings rate hit 5.4 percent this past May, and that's down from 12.4 percent just one year earlier. And it's impacting lower-income families the most. A chief economist at the research firm Moody's Analytics told CBS News that if inflation stays where it is, low-income households will have about six months before their savings dry up. Others think it will be even sooner. But again, that could change if inflation lets up a bit before then or if salaries catch up to the rising prices. Either way, experts say the good news is most households do have some extra savings left, giving them a bit of cash cushion, at least for now. All right, thank you so much for listening today and every day. We'll be back with much more news to know tomorrow. Until then, have a great day.